0: Crank up the volume and get ready for real-world bird hunting by listening to the Wingman Podcast by Eastman's. Now your host, Todd Helms. Hey, guys and gals. Welcome to episode 43 of the Wingman Podcast. And I'm coming at you this afternoon with a season update, um, kind of a where we are mid-season well, not quite mid-season for us, I guess, uh, but you could call it that. Uh, we're just kind of getting started. Kind of where we're at wingman wise what we've done so far, and what we've got coming down the pipe for you. Um, a lot of cool stuff headed this way um, in the next few days for you. We are dropping the ramsey russell hunt this weekend it's saturday it'll come out on saturday on youtube that was a super super cool deal that we got to uh, participate in with ramsey russell if you remember we had him on the podcast way back in episode 31 i think yeah way back right not, not that far uh, yeah ramsey was on for episode 31 of this podcast and we had a great conversation with him and he dropped the you know, as, as duck hunters often do, we said, Oh, you know, I get out that way. I'll, uh, I'll look you guys up. I'd love to hunt with you. And it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, sure. That'd be great. Love to have you. That invita- those invitations always stand, but very rarely does do we as duck hunters take each other up on those things uh, as waterfowlers, hunters in general, we're, we're kind of bad at, at saying, Oh yeah. And then making, following through and making that hunt happen. Um, just kind of the who we are, the way we, the way we roll, at least, at least me and the guys I hunt with most of the time anyway, are kind of like that. But that said, Ramsey called us, said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be in there in your area in, um, early, early November. Could you hunt? And I was like, yeah, man, I, that would be awesome. We'd love to do something like that with you. And it's kind of a dream, you know, somebody like Ramsey Russell calls you up and says, hey, I'm going to be in your area. You want to hunt? You you say yes. So he hunted with a few other folks, kind of made his way, didn't come out here just to hunt with us, obviously. We were part of a loop that he was making. But we had an awesome time. Um, Had a few birds in the area. We had two really good mornings. And Ramsey's a great shot uh he's a great guy to spend a blind with obviously the history and the stories that he can tell are are unbelievable but he is he is the real deal of a duck hunter too and it it was nice to sit in a blind with somebody that you know i didn't have to worry about firearm safety we used his dog uh both mornings uh used mackinaw the second morning because we were hunting a little bit bigger bigger water (coughs) but we use both char and Mackinaw, and, you know, good dog work. Ramsey's knows what he's doing in the blind. Obviously you guys hunted every she killed ducks on every continent, but Antarctica. And that's just because there's no ducks there, but, um, he's a great shot and knows birds inside and out, obviously has some amazing perspective on duck hunting, waterfowl hunting, hunting in general, and the, politics involved with it anyway we had a great time great two mornings in the blind with ramsey where we were able to sit down and record an episode of it's the duck sees somewhere podcast with him which is his podcast and that should be dropping i think it drops literally like today uh no friday i think it drops friday so we're gonna yeah that drops friday so we're gonna share that with you as well um So you'll be able to hear his podcast, this podcast. I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode 31 of this podcast and kind of where we all, where we started with Ramsey and, uh, tune in on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and look for that duck hunt. It's going to drop on Saturday and we are stoked to bring that to you. It was a great time and it's just a, a snippet of who Ramsey is as a guy, phenomenal, phenomenal person to spend time in duck blind with so really really excited to drop that and bring that to you guys and we were very fortunate that uh as early in the season as those dates as that hunt occurred that we had decent numbers of birds um earlier i dropped an episode talking about managing hunting pressure a couple episodes back i think that was uh episode 40 so that's been key for us this year because we haven't had a lot of birds in our area and we really haven't hunted a lot because of that. There's guys out grinding it out every weekend and weekdays too, and hats off to them. I hope they're, hope they're doing well, but, uh, I've been really busy this fall, um, with other project for Eastman's, trying to make sure that, uh, the big game stuff, is squared away and taken care of for the journals. And that's, you know, that's my job. So that's what I've been, my, where my focus has been, but it's, we're getting into that time of year now where wingmen kind of takes over and it's time to make things happen in the, in the duck blind, in the goose blind. And I'm stoked. We, we got a storm this weekend. It was Saturday, Sunday. We got a storm woke up Sunday morning. It was. And had quite a, had some snow blown around here and which is pretty rare for us being in the high desert. We don't see a lot of moisture in any form, whether it's rain or snow, but just to the West of us and to the North of us got pounded. They got a lot of snow, a lot of cold, a lot of wind. And I went out. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, I went out yesterday and did kind of a foray looking around, seeing where we're at for bird numbers. And we definitely got some new arrivals. So this weekend, looking forward to getting in the blind, getting after it, laying down some video, getting some footage. It's going to be cool. Uh, it's going to be a great time. I've still got Hondo. We're still, or, yeah, of course I've still got him, but that's kind of an ignorant statement, but uh, I, I'm still working with Hondo is what I meant to say. We're focusing really, really heavily on obedience. Um, he was doing really well. And then we, we got busy with big game stuff and training kind of got sidelined a little bit. And he's, he's, uh, so we're, we're, we're focusing on that, on that obedience part. He loves to retrieve and he would definitely go out and fetch ducks if I asked him to, but I don't want to create those bad habits that, um, some of my other dogs have had. So we're going to hold him off on some of that stuff until he's I'm 100% sure he's ready. Um, haven't honestly have not hunted as much as I'd like because of work responsibilities. And, uh, quite honestly, over the Thanksgiving um, holiday had plans to hunt and film with my dad and it didn't work out. We, everybody got sick over here over the holidays, at least my family. And we were laid up for like a week. Um, yeah, it was the cold and, and turned out to be cold and flu combined together and was bad. It was bad. And so we did not get out, did not get to hunt. Uh, because that was a plan we were going to we're gonna film, we were gonna hunt over the Thanksgiving holiday, and it just it didn't happen. So hopefully this weekend we can get out, lay down some footage, get some, get some pictures, get some content for you guys, get it laid out. Uh bird numbers are pretty good. I know just to the north of us in Montana Uh, I know Alex Langbell at gundog outdoors has been crushing it, uh, but kind of keeping up with him on social media and he, he's killing birds. Uh, he was able to move up there from, uh, his place on the West coast. And I had Alex on an episode 27 and that's some of the stuff we talked about. Great guy, great podcast. Um, he, he has some phenomenal products. If you haven't checked out Gun Dog Outdoors, you guys need to. He makes dog products. Um, he's got a, a dog retention system for layout blind hunting in the field that if you have a dog that's perhaps not real steady, uh, he's got a dog retention system that's like a QR. It's a like quick release, and you can send that dog when you want to. Probably the favorite thing that Alex produces that I've got that I've used to his is this water bottle. Excuse me. He's got a water bottle that is awesome. And I used it this fall hunting upland birds with uh, Mackinac. And I was super pleased with how that thing worked. Mackinac loved it. It was so handy not to have to carry around a bowl and a big jug of water for my dog. I just had this bottle, push a button, and it feeds water into like a little bowl that's attached to the water bottle. Man, check that thing out on Gundog Outdoors, you guys. Um, he, Alex has some awesome stuff. And he's just north of us up in Montana. And like I said, been keeping up with him a little bit, and he's been crushing it up there. Um, it's fun to watch because he's worked really hard to develop his kind of paradise up there that he's wanted his whole life. And uh, he's making it happen. And he's, he's done some really cool things. And I'm, I'm proud of him, happy for him. And uh, maybe we could jump on a blind with him one of these days, too. That'd be, that would be pretty cool. But he's got birds, and that's not that far north of us. Like I said, I, I went out and did a little foray yesterday afternoon, evening, looking for birds. And we have birds. We have enough to hunt. We're, we're not loaded like I thought we would be after that storm. But this weekend's going to be good. And I am, I am stoked, kind of trying to decide whether or not I want to find a field, either tomorrow or Friday, for a, a feed. Find a feed to hunt or if I want to hunt the river, probably going to default to the river just for convenience sake. As you guys know, we spent a lot of time hunting the river here locally um, on a couple of similar places that we hunt a lot because it's it's convenient. Um, we have those set up. They're easy to get in and out of for us. <coughs> Excuse me. They don't require a ton of scouting for us because there's we know there's birds there. We manage... The pressure on those properties um, to make sure that we do have birds to hunt when we want to hunt when we get a chance to, and so I would anticipate a smash down there. It could be really really good. So, but I do need to get out and start and start scouting. Um, the big game stuff is starting to wind down here on the Eastman side of things, and I can get out and dedicate some time to scouting, finding fields finding um, loafing areas and getting after these birds. The bulk of our birds are definitely still in Montana. There's no doubt about that. Had a couple people that headed north this weekend, uh, this past weekend, kind of around that storm. And so they saw just oodles of birds, Um, tons and tons of birds to the north still. We've got to get really, really cold and, and or a lot, a lot, a lot of snow to push especially geese down this way in the numbers that we can really, really get after them. So fingers crossed. uh, We're supposed to get another shot of snow and cold in the next few days. And really excited for that. Hoping that it loads us up with ballards, uh, loads us up with honkers. Could be really good. Um, It's that time of year, man. I'm chomping at it, chomping at the bit. I'm stoked. Want to get out and get after these birds, and it's going to happen really, really shortly here. So I hope you're crushing them in your neck of the woods. Um, I hope that uh, you know, you guys in the Midwest and in the South, your seasons are open now and you're getting after the birds and things are going really, really well for you. And shoot me a line at uh, shoot me an email at todd.helms at eastmans.com and give me an update. Give me a flyway update. Reach out to us on uh facebook reach out to us on youtube reach out to us on instagram and let us know what thing what you're seeing in your neck of the woods and so that way we could kind of share the word and spread the word about flyway updates um from what i have heard central flyway that we are sitting in here is the hunting's been really good really good this fall and a couple times that i've been out um that's been proven and you guys are going to see good bird numbers and a really fun time in that Ramsey Russell video that drops on Saturday. And we had a great time bringing that to you and showing you that and it's going to be great. We also dropped uh, a duck up from last year, two weeks ago on YouTube. That was a little pocket water hunt. And in that I, man, I had laid out a, an on hunt tip that, uh, i think it's pretty important on how you're finding birds how you're looking how you should be looking for birds this time of year as seasons are kind of getting for some of you seasons are new but for others, seasons have been going for a while either way probably dealing with birds that have been around the block i know our birds have been here for a while and they're a little stale we could definitely use a fresh push but we've got what we have so in that video in that tip i talk about um kind of finding the not necessarily the x but finding these little out of the way spots that these birds have a tendency to really really like and onyx is a phenomenal tool for that so uh just a little just a little thought there check out that youtube video and guys uh this is also the time of year when it's christmas time you're christmas shopping you're looking for different things guys gals whoever um you know i hear it all the time guys you guys are so hard to buy for duck hunters are so hard to buy for waterfowlers hunters in general no no we're not no we're not um we like stuff man we like gear i don't think i have ever gotten a piece of gear that i wasn't happy with or just or for a gift you know i think about it i think man if if uh my wife wanted to get me something i absolutely loved those leupold sunglasses the loophole performance i wear pfft, knock it out of the park man i wear those things all the time and i'm telling you that for christmas gifts i don't know a single soul that wouldn't like a pair of those They're not uh, a single hunter that wouldn't just love a pair of those leupold sunglasses those things are awesome um, especially waterfowlers, man, uh, wing shooters in general, we're constantly getting stuff ch- poked in our eyes. We're in the marsh, we're in cornfields, we're doing stuff. There's crap blowing around, you know, blowback from shotguns. If you're pheasant hunting, um, and you got big groups of guys, you know, errant shot, these things happen. Accidents happen in the field. And if the most prepared you can be being the most prepared you could be is is vital and i for one when i'm out those loophole loophole performance eyewear, those loophole sunglasses are on my face on hunts if it's not too dark um i'm wearing them they they keep my eyes protected they keep me keep my eyes safe and they help me see (coughs) help me see incredibly well so that's a great christmas gift idea um Man, give a pair of Leopold sunglasses that I don't know anybody that wouldn't love them. Uh, Sitka gear, another one. Um, this podcast is obviously brought to you by Leopold Optics and Sitka gear. And we can't do this without them. So thank you very much, guys. And honestly, I I get feel, I feel questions about Sitka all the time, about what pieces you should have, what pieces you should be looking for. And quite honestly, my ideal all around system for Sitka would start with their, start with their, uh, Merino shirt, then the heavyweight hoodie or the, uh, the heavyweight hoodie or the, oh, for crying out loud, the, uh, grinder. The grinder hoodie. Sorry. Yeah. grinder pants and the Hudson jacket and bibs and then a Fahrenheit jacket or Fahrenheit vest with those items, man, there's not much that you couldn't handle in the world of waterfowling. That's going to get, it's going to keep you warm. It's going to keep you dry, protected from the wind in about 99% of conditions the boreal system, the new boreal arrow light system that I reviewed earlier this fall is a is an incredible setup, incredible setup, but it's very use-specific. In other words, it is designed for those extreme conditions. So if you're somebody that hunts, you know, lives up north and hunts extreme conditions, and I mean extreme, ridiculous cold, 20 below, 30 below you know, sub-zero temperatures, single-digit temps all the time, that stuff's going to be your best friend. But if you need something that you can go early, mid, and late season with, that system I just described, like I said, core merino shirt or core uh, lightweight hoodie with the grinder pants and the grinder hoodie and then a Fahrenheit jacket or a Fahrenheit vest, And a Hudson jacket and bibs, man, um, I would have a hard time beating that, uh, maybe throw in, uh, the Dakota hoodie. That would be a really good layer to throw in there. And very possibly the, um, not the grinder pant, the, I'm just going to pull up the website and take a look because I can't think off the top of my head, what I'm trying to tell you. So I'm going to tell you just going to go in here to the sitka website pull up the go in the waterfowl tab and i'm just going to scroll down yeah the dakota hoodie <clears throat> was what i was talking about not grinder i meant the gradient guys the gradient core lightweight hoodie or the core midweight zip tee Merino half-weight zip tee against your skin. That's my that's my go-to. That Merino half-heavyweight uh, half-zip is like, that is my go-to piece. Gradient. Gradient hoodie. Throw a gradient hoodie over that Merino heavyweight half-zip. And good grief, I think you could hunt 90% of the stuff that I do in just those two pieces. But I love that Fahrenheit vest. You throw that Fahrenheit vest over the top of the gradient hoodie. And you have a winter winter chicken dinner right there. Well, in this case, winter, winter duck dinner. That's gonna be awesome for you. The merino heavyweight bottoms are awesome. You couple those with either the Dakota pant, the grinder pant, the gradient pant. Under under bibs, go with the gradient pant, but all around, I love my grinders, man. I use them for everything. I pheasant hunting those things. If it's not real cold and I just want a pair of pants on. Those grinder pants are the way to go, and then top that off with the Hudson uh, bib and jacket, and you're gonna go. Maybe throw in a net gaiter and uh, a set of the gradient gloves. Man, I love the gradient gloves too. Just phenomenal pieces of equipment. That's kind of my go-to system. So I'll go through it again with you. Um, I start with well, we'll just go, we'll just go right down the list. The, um, I have the the Delta Zip waiters. Love them, awesome waders. If you need a pair of waders in your arsenal, you should be looking at those. The full choke pack—that's my go-to waterfall pack—does everything that I need it to do. The gradient glove—that's my favorite glove. If I need something warmer, get the Hudson Windstopper muff and couple it with the gradient glove. You won't—you won't be disappointed. Throw in a net gaiter um, if you—you you guys that get cold get that draft. That net gator is awesome. A lot of guys a lot of guys I know love that thing. Uh then I'm moving to I'm gonna throw in a pair of gradient pants for either under the waiters or under my bibs, pair of the grinder pants, the merino heavyweight bottom for underneath either of those, a Fahrenheit vest, a gradient hoodie, and Merino heavyweight half zip. And I'm going to top all that off with the Hudson bib and jacket. Those things are those pieces that I just listed for you right there. That's my go-to. I can hunt early. I can hunt mid and I can hunt late with that system. (coughs) I just got some comments on YouTube earlier this week about, Um, you know, the Hudson or the Delta, the Hudson or the Delta. And I said, dude, go with the Hudson. Uh, Nothing wrong with the Delta. Delta is great. Especially you guys that um, hunt warmer stuff or it doesn't get as cold where you are. The Delta is phenomenal. You get a lot of rain. Delta is great. Especially if you guys that wade deep, um, whether you're hunting, you know, tule marshes or flooded timber, and you might be up to your waist, go with the Delta, but For me and my purposes where I'm hunting river, I'm not in the water all the time and I need something that I can layer with really well. It's going to stop wind, keep me dry when there's wet snow, Hudson, Hudson bibs, Hudson jacket, and I layer up with those other pieces and you guys are going to be dialed, man. Um, top it all off with the loophole sunglasses and you got quite the system but obviously I don't know very many people that could afford all of that for Christmas. Uh, if you can, you can adopt me. Uh, no, seriously, that most, most of us are going to have to acquire a system like that over time in pieces. I get it. That's just kind of the reality of it. But the point of the point of what I'm saying is, if you start with the idea of the stuff that you want and you can add to it piece by piece by piece here and there, pretty soon you've got a system. The beautiful thing about the Sitka stuff is they last. Stuff lasts forever. It's the same thing with the Loopold eyewear. You buy this stuff once, guys, and if you take care of it, you're going to have it forever. You know, I've been running the same pair of Leupold switchback sunglasses now for two years. Um, no scratches, no issues nothing's wrong with them now granted i don't beat them up i take care of them they go in the case or in the little sock when i'm done wearing them they get clean regularly and i take care of that stuff but i think you should you know that's kind of the point of buying top quality gears if you take care of it it's going to take care of you and both the leupold optics and the sitka gear guys pull the trigger you're going to be happy um on that stuff it's going to make your hunting more enjoyable it's going to keep you out in conditions that sends other guys home so those are my Christmas picks for this 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 podcast has kind of been all over the map to be honest with you I've gone through Christmas picks I've gone through scouting report I've talked about Ramsey Russell but that's kind of where I'm at right now um it's the middle of the week And I am seriously jonesing to get out and hunt ducks or geese, either one, maybe even some pheasants. I've been working a lot and I haven't been hunting as much as I want. And so when that happens, this is the Todd you get. My brain's kind of in a hunt loop all the time, but, uh, leave us a message on this stuff. Leave us a comment. Let us know, um, what the hunting is like in your area at the moment. And uh, I'd love to rip, give a report on some of that stuff. Like I said, here in the northern northern end of the Central Flyway, um, we don't have a ton of birds here. We've got ducks, we've got geese, but we're not loaded up. They are to the north of us in Montana. Montana's got birds. I would bet that if the, we continue to get the storms that we're supposed to, all those birds are going to end up down here and Wyoming, Nebraska, Colorado are gonna be loaded up. So if you guys are looking to make a road trip, um, I would say keep an eye on the weather and get get out to, like I said, Nebraska, Eastern Wyoming, Colorado, Southern Montana, um, any of those places, you're probably gonna find some birds right now. So that's my dose Pesos, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to tune in and check out that Ramsey Russell video on Saturday. That's going to be a real good one. Super stoked to bring you that. And until next time, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you in the field.